0: Welcome to the podcast, Untold Truth. Well, today we're going to be talking about the new Netflix show, Waco. this the show is basically about the uh, religious group, Branch Davidians, led by David Koresh. Apparently, what we learned in school and what we're taught is that the Branch Davidians are actually a cult. When in naturality... A uh, religious formation. So, a quote from the show is going to be: If you are a Branch Davidian, Christ lives on a threadbare piece of land ten miles east of Waco called Mount Carmel. He has dimples, claims a ninth-grade education, married his legal wife when she was fourteen. Enjoys a beer now and then, plays a mean guitar, purportedly packs a 9mm Glock, and keeps an arsenal of military assault rifles, and willingly admits that he's a sinner without people. Cool this quote they talk about David Koresh, viewed as a very odd man in a way. Now, maybe people think that he believes he was a prophet, when not necessarily he did. Believe that Christ was speaking through him or he was deciphering the messages to the people. Well, basically, what he did was form a group in which many families joined and they all lived in this huge house which they built themselves called Mount Carmel, just east of Waco. The Brest Dividians were founded in 1955, but Koresh came into power after the original. Person, the original founder died. So everybody lived in this house and through the show we really see that they were just normal people. Now they were practicing polygamy and many other weird things but not necessarily anything bad, just not typical. Krush himself had many different wives, young babies also as well in which he carried eleven children between seventeen wives. Now, from an outsider's view it seems pretty odd, but nothing too crazy. So throughout the show we gained intel from the group ATF. And at the beginning it shows a previous siege called Ruby Ridge. In nineteen ninety two there was a group a fundamentalist, not only a group but a family, which consisted of Randy Weaver, his wife, five kids, and his friend Kevin Harris. So they didn't believe in government and they lived by themselves in Idaho with no electricity, no running water. And they really, for the most part, left everybody alone. And, but in 1992, Randy Weaver was selling illegal weapons. He was a former Green Beret. So he was caught selling illegal weapons and was charged. He was bailed out and returned to his home, but never went to court. So, ATF agencies, they go to his house and try to arrest him and he basically says he's not coming out. There's it's a siege. So, at the beginning, there was a gunfight in which his son ended up dead along with an agent and his dog. At this point, uh, attention had escalated, and of course, they bring out bigger weapons to fight him. Now he locks himself inside his house, and as they were burying his son outside, his friend was sniped by an officer, and his wife was killed while holding their baby, their newborn baby. This sparked interest of many reporters, and it seemed very wrong that the police showed up on this man's house and killed his son, and then killed his wife while they were burying his son. So the ATF was, as shown in the show, going downhill completely. So in efforts to, I guess, build up upon their standings within the media, they they saw the Burst Comedians as a redemption. Now the show is written by, not written told by David Thibodeau, which was a member recruited by David Goresh, and he gives an inside view to what was actually going on, rather than what the media portrays. Throughout the show, we clearly see that the people controlling the media didn't want anybody to realize what was really going on. So, this show really puts out the truth, and what really happened. David Thibodeau said they die for what they believe in or they believe that or not they shouldn't be demonized or hated so david debito was recruited by david Carus, in which he went and lived in the house and got married and really got the inside to the lifestyle they were living um, david Carus was a really happy man he didn't do anything wrong he loved all his kids and his family but everybody was his family now they were living under some strange rules in which there would be no sexual contact and none of the men were quite married to their wives. They were married by words, but all in all, everyone was David Grish. So the uh, ATF started trying to research French and get intel um, as to what weapons they had. Now, they ran a lot of weapons through gun shows, made money, but they kept military weapons, of course. But they weren't bothering anybody. They stayed in their home and Wake Up, didn't bother anybody. They just lived as a family. So these cops were going in, and it, they were trying to research, gather intel. And the cop that went in, he's telling these guys that you know they're not doing anything wrong. They're they're just happy people. But the government. They, did, they didn't want to hear anything. so they basically wanted to go in and get the weapons by any means necessary. So they planned a secret attack in which they arrest finds out. So getting their weapons, they hold their ground. Now, nobody ever told them what they did wrong. They never offered a warrant, but they just showed up outside with the guns. So being a strong man, arrest said, we're not leaving. We're firing right back at you. So on the first day of the siege, there were four ATF agents killed and six French civilians killed. This is in February 1993, just a year after Ruby will be rich. So they cut their power, of course, and they stood in for 51 days not being able to leave the house. So this group, the ATF, to be very impatient. So they started tear-gassing. And pouring fires, and keeping them awake, cutting their power, and they had to negotiate just for food. The of They didn't want anything to do but just to stay in their home and for them to leave. So after the 50th day, they decided that they were going to tear gas the place, with killing women and children. In the midst of it, so as they tear gas the place, a fire forms and everybody's trapped inside. And this is where the ATM realized that they messed up. Only eleven people came out, and surrendered, and they were all put in jail. And Seventy-six people, including women, children, and families, were all killed in the midst. So, while in efforts to try to fix, they mistake Ruby Ridge they actually messed up even more and the most messed up part of it was that they covered it all up they didn't allow the truth to get put in the media they didn't allow phone calls into the building they didn't want the truth to get out that these people didn't do anything wrong so airing in 2018 this six episode series on Netflix shows that the Branch Davidians weren't a cult. They were just a religious group. And David Davidel exposed the truth to everyone. And we should really take this and think about it. If the government is just hiding this one thing, what else could they be hiding? If they have the power to control the media, then what's real, what's not real? Well, that's it for this episode this episode is sponsored by audible the app in which you can read audiobooks and log in now and use the code untold stories to gain 10 free audiobooks credit to netflix cnn and history.com for helping research for this podcast tune in next time thank you